My entitled neighbor stole my cat, tried to bleach my cat so that we wouldn't know that it was still our cat. But surprisingly enough, the cat is the one who got revenge on the entitled neighbor. Our cat gave the entitled neighbor permanent nerve damage and led a trail straight into her house so that police would find everything they needed to press charges. Here's how it happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. My older sister had this awful, terrible neighbor who had a serious fixation for my sister's seal point Siamese cat. I'll call this neighbor CN for crazy neighbor. And I call my sister sis. CN, crazy neighbor, was a black haired, plump, 40 something divorcee who annoyed everyone in the neighborhood. She had zero understanding of boundaries and liked to come over to people's homes. Barge in, look, snoop around, opening drawers and cabinets and touching their stuff. Once she even went into someone's fridge and grabbed herself a ginger ale. Then she got mad when the homeowner took it back. If you left your door unlocked, either the front door or the back door, for more than 10 minutes, chances were that she'd just come right in. She stole yard decorations from other people's yards and had been caught on more than one occasion pocketing something that she'd snagged off a mantle or a table of a house that she'd invaded. And she would always throw a tantrum when she got busted. Cops had been called on her many times, but she was good at being pathetic, so most people didn't press charges. Unfortunately, this only made her bolder. Basically, she was the entitled lady of the neighborhood. My sis was, unfortunately, one of her favorite victims. She'd come over without calling, barge her way in, and ask, demand, to see sis's cat, telling sis how beautiful he was and how much she wanted a cat just like him. Sis, rather than being confrontational, would let her see the cat, who didn't like the woman, then make her leave. CN, crazy neighbor, never wanted to leave and had to basically be pushed out the door. Oh, and she despised me because I wouldn't let her in when I answered the the door, nor would I tolerate any of her nonsense in any way if she got past my sister. CN was so obsessed with the cat and offered to buy him many times, but my sis loved that cat. He'd been the runt of the litter and rejected by his mom. My sister had taken him in, bottle fed him, mothered him, and saved his life. He wasn't a pet. He was her child. So sis, of course, always said no. This royally pissed off CN. One day the cat got out. He wasn't an outdoor cat. So sis and I immediately started looking for him. We were checking the bushes and behind the flower pots in her backyard when we heard a very distinctive yowl, one of pure rage, followed by a very human shriek of pain. This was coming from CN's house. Suddenly, the doggy door on CN's back door slams open and out runs my sister's cat, his tail and one rear paw covered in what smelled like hair bleach. I'm allergic to bleach and immediately recognize the smell as he passed me, dashing past us and into sis's house. The next thing you know, CN's back door slams open and she comes out cursing up a blue streak. Ragged claw marks adorned her left cheek and one of her hands had a deep bite wound that had completely saturated one of the gloves. The kind one gets with any hair coloring kit. The glove she was wearing was punctured and the blood was running down her hand and arm. It turned out when the cat had gotten out, CN had grabbed him, took him aside, then tried to use hair bleach to bleach the brown out of his tail and paws in order to to change his appearance so that she could keep the cat. Unfortunately for her, she didn't know anything about Siamese cats and just how violent they can be. They were originally temple guardians for a reason. The moment CN put that bleach on the cat's tail, he went absolutely berserk, letting out that yowl of rage that we heard, clawing up CN's face and sinking his fangs deep into her hand. She pushed herself between the bushes, the ones that look like tall green paintbrush heads. Sis used to separate 
separate the property line and she began yelling. No, not yelling, shrieking. She shrieked that Sis's cat had wandered into her kitchen while she was cooking and when she tried to pick him up, he attacked her for no good reason. Clearly, this was total BS. CN then proceeded to call Sis the N-word several times. She's half black. And then called me, quote, an effing half-breed wetback floozy. I'm half Hispanic. We have different dads. She screamed that my sis was stupid for keeping such a dangerous animal around and that my sister would be paying all of her medical bills. Then she got right in my sister's face, pushed my sister hard in the chest with her uninjured hand and said that she was going to call animal control and intended to have the cat put down. CN opened her mouth to say shriek some more, but my sis, after hearing that last statement and without one word or warning, hauled off and decked her right in the face. CN landed on her butt in the grass, now clutching her left eye. Sis then loudly suggested that CN go screw herself with a hot curling iron and then ran inside to find her poor cat while I called the cops. The whole thing from start to end lasted only maybe five minutes. Sis found the cat hiding in the laundry room and quickly cleaned him off in the sink. Meanwhile, CN is still on her butt in our backyard howling like a banshee until the cops arrived. I told them what happened and they later tried to talk to my sister after she tended to her cat who gave them the same story I did, even admitting to hitting CN in self-defense of course. It didn't hurt her case that CN had left a bloody handprint on my sister's shirt when she'd shoved her. CN of course told them something entirely different. Her story was that she was about to bleach her hair when my sister's cat came in and attacked her. She also said that both Sis and I attacked her too. I apparently kicked her in the stomach after Sis punched her, but the cops found no evidence of bruising and the scratches on her face kind of masked her swelling eye. I also think the cops turned a blind eye, pun intended, to it considering the circumstances, but since there was a clear blood trail leading into Sien's open back door, the cops felt that they had probable cause to go in. I think if Sien had been paying more attention, she'd have refused them entry. The blood trail led to a sink in the first floor bathroom, blood, cat fur, a a bleach applicator, and the box it came in were all in the sink and on the floor. The cat's collar was in the garbage. CN kept trying to play the victim, but the cops didn't buy it. She got arrested, and my sister pressed charges for theft and assault. CN also got nabbed for possession of stolen goods. Cops found a bunch of DVD players and CD players still in their boxes, sitting on her coffee table and in the spare room next to her bathroom, and she had a bunch of prescription bottles with other people's names on her kitchen counter. It turns out she'd also been stealing neighbors' painkillers when she'd visited them. And since she was a renter, the property owner gave her the boot for breach of contract. She went to jail and had to pay the cat's vet bill. He was okay, but a bit traumatized and had a yellow patch on his butt, paw, and tail for several months. CN's hand got infected from the cat bite, and it turned out it had also caused tendon and nerve damage as well. The moral of the story, stay out of people's houses and have the common sense not to mess with a cat named Lucifer. So, am I the jerk for how we handled the situation with the crazy neighbor? What exactly did the neighbor think was going to happen when she started applying bleach to a cat? Is there any cat in existence that would just sit there and let you put bleach all over their entire body? Even with that kit she has, at least some of that is going to get on the cat's skin and burn the poor cat. So I'm glad the cat did what it did to bite her, even if it ended up giving her nerve damage in her hand in order to get out of that situation because that poor little cat didn't deserve getting bleach on him. And the most funny part about this entire situation is that since the cat bit the lady, the main reason they were able to catch her to get probable cause for entering her house 
was because there was a drip trail of blood from her house from where the cat came. So somehow, this cat just solved all the problems in one fell swoop. And this lady is obviously not a nice person even besides the cat. She's going over screaming slurs at her neighbors. And after she presents this big lie about how the cat wandered into her house, they find the cat's collar in the trash can. I mean, she was literally caught red-handed, unless she was able to stop the bleeding by that point. Even in the very, very weird off chance that the cat just sat there and let you bleach him, did she think that she would be brainwashing the cat because the cat looked different? Like it would go up to the mirror and go, oh, that's not me. I'm a different cat. I guess I live here now. How would bleaching the cat prevent it from going over to the neighbor's house, aka his home? The spoiler is, it wouldn't. The cat would go back home like normal and they would just find out that the cat was bleached. His personality and his relationship with humans is not going to suddenly change. So anyway, if somebody captured your cat or your dog and tried to steal them by bleaching them and then you found out, how would you handle that situation? Let me know down below in jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for laughing hysterically after a date that kept insisting that women have periods from their butts? I'm a 20-year-old female and there was a 22-year-old guy that I've gone on a few dates with in the past couple of months. He's nice and so far we've only progressed to going on public dates, but about a week ago we finally decided to have a nice date at my place. Since it was going to be in my place, I let him know before that I was at that time of the month because I wasn't sure what expectations he had or where his boundaries were yet. And we agreed to just have a nice takeout dinner and watch a movie. He comes over and we eat and then we sit down on the couch to pick out a movie when he says that it sucked that it was that time of the month. Then he said how he thought it was so strange that women give birth through their V but their periods come from their butts. This was a completely unprompted statement from him and I'm still not sure how we even got on this topic to be honest. I asked him what he meant by that and he said again exactly what he had said before. I kind of smiled assuming he was just joking and said oh yeah so weird thinking that he was going to start laughing soon to end the joke. He didn't and instead started to talk about his first and only girlfriend he had in high school and how she used to complain about bad period poops all the time. At this point I asked him if he's being serious and he looked a little confused and said that he is. I asked him to explain how he came to that conclusion and he explained that his first experience being around them was his high school girlfriend and before then he had never received or seen much information. He understood it was something that happened inside the body and that blood came out somewhere but assumed that it came out of the V until he heard her complaining and realized it actually came out of the butt. It was very unexpected coming from a 22 year old man. I somehow managed to keep my composure when I told him that periods do in fact come out of the V and not butts. He looked confused and then a little frustrated and started insisting to me that I was wrong and then kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? As if I was confused about where it came from out of my own body. I explained to him the anatomy a bit and how it worked, but he was very adamant. Eventually, he conceded that that was where most women must have it, but some, like his ex-girlfriend, have it from their butt. He just could not understand, no matter how many times I tried to explain it to him, that he had just simply come to the wrong conclusion and misinterpreted his ex-girlfriend's words. The whole situation became so much that I started to laugh. I was doubled over, clutching my stomach, crying, laughing over this whole debacle, and he sat there red-faced, continuing to try to argue with me. Eventually, he said that he was ready to leave, and did before we could watch a movie. I felt bad for laughing after he left because I could tell that that was why he decided to leave. And he also texted me later that night to say that he had done a little bit of research on his own, and that he was no longer interested in pursuing any sort of relationship because he couldn't stand to be with someone who laughed at him for not understanding. So, am 
I the jerk? A lot of the responses to this story are about the fact that the guy here was mansplaining to the original poster. The part that's hard to grasp is why he believed it so firmly. He must have come to that conclusion and then just had other things that he thought were reinforcing that belief to the point where this conversation shattered his reality about his perspective on this whole thing. But there obviously must have been some sort of lingering doubt or something that didn't totally make sense to him in the very beginning because he brought this up, according to the OP, totally unprompted. I mean, she did tell him before she got there what the situation was, but this was after they finished eating while they were picking out a movie. He just says that out of nowhere. And obviously, she took it as a joke because it sounded so ridiculous, but he kept pushing the issue by repeating it again. The guy obviously felt embarrassed because of his whole text message at the end about not wanting to pursue being with someone who would laugh at him for not understanding something. But at the same time, it's also very weird when somebody is so confident about something that they know nothing about. And that, in general, happens all the time. So if you were the girl in this situation, how would you have handled this last text message? What would you have said in response? And let me know, jerk or not a jerk, and why? Am I the jerk for demanding my husband to replace all of the books that he threw away? I'm a 31-year-old female. I'm an avid reader, and I used to read a lot in my teenage years as an escape method for my many problems and recently got back into reading. I read classic books since this category is my favorite, and I spent time and effort visiting libraries and online shops to collect books. The thing is, my husband, who's 33 years old, hates it when I read. We've just returned from our honeymoon two months ago, and he's been complaining about books taking away our special time away, specifically at night, but I like to think that I'm balancing with my reading time. He has started calling me grandma or saying that I remind him of an old lady neighbor to get me to quit reading, but it didn't budge me. A week ago, I found out that he's given my book collection away, and I was devastated. After he defended himself saying that he did this for my own good, for the sake of our marriage, since I seem to have forgotten my priorities, I flipped out. I yelled at him that those books were hard to get and demanded that he pay me and replace them right then and there, but he said that I should invest my time in an outdoor hobby that we could both do, but I was having none of it and demanded that he replace the books, and I gave him a list of every name for every book, and when he saw it, he laughed and asked if I was really still thinking about those books and suggested that I move on, but I yelled at him, telling him that he has one week to replace them, and that was it. He's trying to get me to let it go, and had others say it was childish of me to start fighting over some books while the library is open, but they got no comment from me. Before you decide if I'm a jerk or not, here's a little more information. Yes, my husband knew about my love for reading, but like I said, it's been a long time since I've read a book. I've read stuff online here and there, and so this is recent. I confess that my husband did express that he felt neglected and ignored by me when I'm reading, but I didn't think that his concerns were legitimate. And as for the question of what do I plan on doing if he keeps stalling and doesn't replace the books in a week, I've already told him what I do, and now I've given him extra days, which pissed him off more. So, am I the jerk for expecting my husband to replace all of the books? The husband confessing that he felt neglected and ignored by her is legitimate, even if she doesn't think it is, but the way that he went about handling it is not okay. He handled it like a baby who didn't get what he wanted, and because he couldn't fulfill his own neediness, decided to destroy the thing that was important to her. And then all of these other people that are trying to downplay and say, it's just books, there's a library open. Those people don't understand the point of this. And I would assume he's probably recruiting them into this argument that they're having in order to make it seem like she's in the wrong when she's not. So if this was you and these books were your passion, you loved reading, and your significant other destroyed them or got rid of them, and you gave them the same type of ultimatum, hey, you got to replace these in a week or else, what would you do if it came to the or else? They didn't end up replacing all these books. Let me know down below and jerk or 
or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for being furious with my husband for getting the sublime sun tattooed on his arm? We've been married for two years, no kids together. I'm 23 years old and he's 25. My husband has both of his legs fully tattooed and he's always said that he'll never tattoo his arms. He got sloshed last weekend and his friend tattooed the sublime sun logo on his upper bicep. It's a quality tattoo and his friend is a good tattoo artist. It was his favorite band in junior high school and he thought it was hilarious in an ironic way. When I woke up the next day and I saw it on him sleeping next to me, I exploded. It's a freaking sublime tattoo. Like I can't take him seriously anymore and honestly this makes me question his judgment in general. That he would take his leg tattoos so seriously and has always said he'd never touch his arms. I told him this. He said that I'm overreacting and I'm being a jerk for making him feel bad about it. I think he's just regretting it and won't admit it. So am I the jerk for being furious at my husband for getting the sublime tattoo? I'm guessing she doesn't like him having tattoos in general, which is kind of strange because he has both legs fully tattooed. Or maybe it's the reverse. She is okay with tattoos, but only the legs or the style that the legs are in for some reason. But I think what's most likely is that she just doesn't want to see them. But clearly she knew already that he did like tattoos because he has two full legs covered in them. And ultimately it's his body. He can tattoo with whatever he wants. Somebody asked the original poster, why are you exploding on him since this isn't on you and it's not relating to you in any way? And the OP says, because the tattoo is so ugly. As his wife, I have to look at that thing. I know he will regret this. So let me know how you would handle a situation where your significant other gets a tattoo that you are repulsed by for any reason and let me know jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.